0: <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time of week. It's media clash time. I am your host Wayne, as always, joined by Paul, and we are here. We're going to talk about some TV shows. We're going to talk about some other stuff. I mean, it's been it's been a bit uh, since we, we we've spoken, but you know, we've watched some things and some things have been announced this week, and we got to talk about them. So. Um, First up, we always talk about what we're playing video game-wise. I'm like 200 and some odd hours in the Star Wars The Old Republic at this point, sitting here all day, by myself, left in this prison. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, I haven't played really much anything. Um There hasn't been any real announcements. Uh, The only video game thing that I guess got announced lately is the trailer for The Last of Us on HBO, which looks like generic sci-fi dystopian TV show.
1: Yeah, I'm going to watch it.
0: There's more people than there are monsters, so it's how dystopian is it really?
1: Just to say, it's not like a Walking Dead type feel to the show. Where it's um they kind of lose the aspect of the zombie part of it? Or how much do they actually
0: I mean that's the Walking Dead was all about the people. It wasn't really about the it yeah. was about the human story set amongst zombies. It wasn't about zombie action.
1: Pablo Pascal's in it, so he'll probably be good.
0: I don't know. It just doesn't they mean it literally the first game I thought was a crap. My, like, I think I'm the only person that remembers the initial reviews that said it was not that great because fucking the AI was retarded. Yes. Yes, it was. So, but then all of a sudden it became like the darling of the video game industry and it's like, n- n- no. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, other than that, I haven't really done, played any anything else.
1: You got to know it's Scorn. Got pushed up if you're an Xbox person a week so now it's october 14th you get to play it first um i played the call of duty modern warfare 2 beta and um it's a call of duty game
0: i mean it's <laughs> it's, it's it call should of duty. be a remake of call of duty modern warfare 2 yeah it, which was a really good game i it's like i wish i i, I mean I just wish Call of Duty's structure was different because I would have played the remake of Modern Warfare for the story. I have no interest in the multiplayer or Warzone.
1: Well, that's basically what I did with uh, Modern Warfare, the first one. Is I played the campaign. I beat it within like four hours. Yeah, because it's not that on veteran. Yeah, it's not that long. It's an like veterans fucking easy compared to like the old Call of Duty games. Oh yeah. World at War, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and I didn't touch it after that, because there was no, there was no Spec Ops in that. There was no zombies or nothing like that. So yeah, no,
0: it was just a straight remake of. It
1: was either the campaign or multiplayer, and that was it. Yeah. And then, um, at least they announced with Modern Warfare Two, you got Spec Ops coming back, which is fun.
0: Wait, well I mean this is this is the re- like this is the remake, not the re- remaster of the original. This is the like retelling. Yes, of the
1: This is a continuation off of Modern Warfare.
0: The, the the newest one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so um I I think they brought back a couple old maps, of course, like they're going to do that. Um Quarry, I think is in it. But I think the main thing everybody wants is like Warzone Two, and all the different aspects of that.
0: Well, yeah, because now it's on a different engine, isn't it? Not. I think so. Yeah, that's why it, they're, they're that's why they have to do a Warzone Two because it's a completely separate engine. Yeah. So.
1: Comes out at the end of the month, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I just. You know. After is it Black Ops two, three, oh, the three. one with Michael Roker in it? Was that two or three? I don't remember. That's the last one I bought. Like I just couldn't like, and I don't even think I made it through the campaign in that one. Because I love the the original Black Ops. Campaign. Black Ops
1: Black Ops One's great campaign wise. Black Ops Two was good. And then it kind of, but with two, they kind of lost that branching path. Your decision affects the storyline aspect that one had. And then three, they just completely went back to, no, let's just make a fucking generic old school fucking um, Call of Duty game.
0: Yeah, because one of them was only like remotely connected to...
1: Three was remotely connected to anything that happened in two.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the characters from the first one were still referenced in the second one. I think they were after credit scene.
1: Like you see Woods, maybe? I think yeah.
0: Woods? Yeah, because in the first one, you think it's all done, and then you kind of get hinted at that you were the sleeper that killed Kennedy. No, that's... um,
1: that's, that's the first one. That's the first one, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you I'm get referenced... That. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get referenced. You don't really... Yeah. I the newest that. ones... The newest Black Ops Woods was in, but that was... uh, That one took place in like the 80s. Yes. Which was decent. It was a decent game. I don't know. I'd just rather them be like single like, player.
1: They try to do the branching path decisions, which is... Um, certain you had to find certain clues mm-hmm. or your memory, like playing a game, like the memory of certain levels kind of change a little bit, yeah. But, um, and then after they announced the Yakuza games that's coming out at the beginning of next year, the like a Dragon Gaiden in the port of Like a Dragon Ishion, I think it is. I have to go back. Like, I'm starting to, f- I want to finish four, five, and six before Gaiden comes out mm-hmm. because it takes place. So, Gaiden takes place partially after six in in between in the middle of seven, and then it leads into like a dragon eight of what kiru has been Kiru uh has been doing this whole time how did what happened to him after six? how did he end up in seven and how he ends up looking like a k-pop fucking singer with frosted hair and shit like that in eight. So now I went back and I finished 4, which came out in 2010, and somebody must have been a huge fan of Infernal Affairs, which is departed for Mm -hmm. the American people um, because there's so many fucking double crosses and they're (laughs) like, oh, this cop, he's a Yakuza guy who's always been a Yakuza guy. Oh, this Yakuza guy, he's a cop, but they don't... It's not the... Oh, this cop has always been a good guy undercover and this yakuza guy, the gangster guy who is a cop, is just trying to like um infiltrate the and get the police force. It's this yakuza guy who's really a cop liked being a yakuza guy and just kinda stayed it stayed that way. And it's a typical Yakuza game. It's fucking crazy. So I finished that. I'm going to start five and then I'm going to do six. Hopefully before the end of October when everything all comes out at once. Because there's like five games all coming out in the end of October. Xbox-wise, not yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. You yeah, got Scorn, Gotham Knights, which I'm kind of iffy about.
0: Now I'm going to wait and see how that looks before I get it.
1: Because you get to jump between three different characters, four different characters.
0: Red Hood, Batgirl, Robin, and Damien. Nightwing. Yeah, Damon, Robin, Damien. Yeah, Robin, Damien. Yeah, so it's the three, well, I don't know why Tim's not in it. You got three of the four male Robins in it. Um. You got that. You have Call of Duty.
1: Fuck. What else? I'm always Skull and Bones comes out soon. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the fifth one.
0: I don't because th- I think Midnight Suns got pushed. Yes. Which was the only one of the, the only one I was really looking forward to. Um. I'll probably see what Skull and Bones looks like when it launches and decide whether or not I want to get that. Um, and then
1: you got Ragnarok at the beginning of November.
0: Yeah, I'm not worried about Ragnarok. Um and then hopefully within like the next week or so, well, the first week of October, Need for Speed 2022 should get announced cuz supposedly it's still gonna release this year supposedly with like two month lead Tom. Cause they've shown absolutely nothing for that game at all. There's been leaked stuff. that's from like 2020, like from, you know, initial builds, like what happened with GTA. That's right. We, that happened since the last time we talked to
1: Yeah. They caught the kid.
0: Yeah. That did. He's <laughs> fucked. <laughs>
1: Cause it wasn't just, well, uh, we'll talk about it later. Um, Another thing to go back on the Like a Dragon stuff is I watched the the little press conference they did for all the upcoming, when they announced all the games and stuff like that. And then they actually, on the one that takes place in feudal Japan, they're bringing back voice actors and um, characters from the Yakuza 0 and so, um, they actually brought out the voice actors in real life. That does the, they actually do the, uh, the mocap, the mocap stuff, and they basically take the characters likenesses and make it into the game. And it's so weird seeing these motherfuckers come out and they look exactly like the uh, that they do in the game. <laughs> yeah, um, and then he brought out Kiru, who. This dude, as the kids would say, has 100% Craig, Craig 100. No idea. I know. Crazy kids these days. Yeah. He has all the drip. Oh, okay. Doug came out with a fedora hat, fucking necklace, jacket, look fucking smooth as hell. And then they brought out the guy who does Ichiban for like a Dragon 7. And um it's weird how close they got to the likeness of the of those characters in, in real life. Except for Majima. Majima nothing like little short fucking dude. <laughs> Looks nothing like uh the game.
0: Well, I mean, that, that character has been around since the beginning.
1: Yeah, so him and him and Kiru uh Kazuma yeah they um that's back before they they had the technology yeah. to do that but like I guess from zero on
0: yeah they probably been mocap things
1: yeah maybe even four they probably can do it but yeah that's uh other than that I haven't been playing anything else just Yakuza
0: yeah, so we, we can talk about the GTA thing um, since we're, in, we're talking video games. So uh, 90 minutes of GTA footage from like 2019. Like so very early. Extremely early build. Uh, not even like a full build, like just extremely early like chunks uh, of GTA 6. And Take-Two was not happy. <laughs> Rockstar, not happy. Because <laughs> the dude was saying he had source code. Yeah. Which.
1: He didn't just hack them. He hack- he was also hacked some other big company. Not vid- video game wise, but
0: like the way social he, media. And the way he got a hold of it, like I hate when they call it hacking. He basically got a hold of somebody's login and password. That's it. He didn't hack shit.
1: Oh, that's what happened?
0: Yeah. He got a hold of somebody's login and password, which is how all these hacks were. Like, hacking that you see in the movies does not exist. It's literally, he either guessed somebody's email, because he, he, he got into the Slack server that had all the videos in a private conversation amongst the developers, like amongst the programmers or whatever, all these people that were doing these tests. And that's where he downloaded it all from. And it's like, so basically you probably fished their shit from them with an email or something. And you did, you didn't really hack. Somebody was just dumb enough to reply to you with their password and their email address. Which I mean people do that. I remember when I was at at the college and IT and the person that was ahead of admissions literally responded back with their friggin' login information to a scam email that gave whoever got that email access to like get in the system and change grades. But somehow that person kept it job that's that that, that that was the even more of the insult. But you know, people people are dumb and they don't pay attention and that's how hacks happen. And this one was pretty massive.
1: Seventeen-year-old British kid.
0: Yep, and he is screwed.
1: Yeah, they're gonna throw.
0: He is going the to jail. whole book at him. Yep, he is going to jail.
1: And um, even though Britain right now is a fucking shit show, their economy is basically the pound, or the sterling, or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, is.
1: Fucking, well, no, I mean, plummeted. Well,
0: it's, no, because it's now the pound itself is on level with the American dollar. It's got, all, it's all got to do with Brexit, because its trade deals aren't haven't been negotiated yet.
1: It's whoever took over took over for Boris when Boris left. Mm-hmm. She basically fucking in one week almost collapsed the economy of Britain, <laughs> Great Britain. I've been seeing bits and pieces of it on Twitter.
0: Um. So yeah, it's. um, I mean, I know they don't have any trade deals in place because America's like, you need to get your shit together before we'll even negotiate. Like a lot of people are like, you need to get your shit together. You know, Uh, was it the smartest thing to do to leave the the EU? Probably not.
1: It's the way I've seen British people compare it to. It's like people waking up the next morning. It's like, or people go into the election. It's like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking vote for Trump. He ain't going to win. <laughs> Just being stupid. And then you wake up the next morning. Holy shit, he won. And that's basically what Brexit was to most British people. Like, yeah. That's never going to pass. And sure enough. And then you have a prime minister guy who basically didn't know what the fuck he was doing. You know,
0: he was Trump Jr. Yeah. It's like Look- down to wearing the same color fucking suit and tie and... Crazy yeah. fucking hair.
1: Looked like he just came off of a fucking bender. Yeah, he, the yeah, night yeah, before. He looked like
0: he was always like he looked like he was always he looked like that. Uh, what's his face? His mugshot. Uh, uh fucking actor from the eighties. He was in Forty Eight Hours with. Oh, Nick Nolte. Yeah, he looked like Nick Nolte's fucking mugshot all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, I could see that. He um. So yeah, from what I've gathered in the past week off of Twitter because I follow Gary Wooder who's British, lives in America now. Um, yeah, British economy is not doing too good.
0: Yeah, I watched uh, Clarkson's Farm, the dude from like Top Gear, and the yeah. Grand Tour. He has a show. They Amazon followed him around on his farm. He's got like a thousand acre farm that he actually works like Jesus Christ. That's a lot. And like just how horrible being a farmer actually is with like all the money he spent and all the money he got for what he was selling. He made $144. (laughs) Hmm. But yeah. So, I mean, I just, I'm kind of digging the new, um, the updated Vice City. It's basically... they. There better be like a strictly eighty station because that's all I'm going to listen to while playing that game.
1: The stupid thing is like everybody was complaining about this. Like, oh my God, look at the graphics. And it was like, do oh, you not understand was, how the, early this build was?
0: There online saying graphics are the first thing that are done. And people listened like they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. That's the problem. Like somebody says something on Twitter and people go, oh yeah, yeah, it must be right. He said it, it must be right. Nobody's gonna say something that's not right. That's how we've gotten the predicament we are in this country because, oh, if it's on the internet, it's gotta be true.
1: Um, it, Other studios released early yeah, of, footage of their, of, of, of their games. It's like, this is what it looks like that early that in the yeah. uh, process.
0: That's because video game like, just like the internet wrestling community, the internet game community is a bunch of man babies, you know, who scream really loud so they get the attention. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, "We don't care." That game has sold 120 million copies, GTA 5.
1: The, sh- the amount of money alone they make off of online. so transactions.
0: 120 million people have paid for GTA 5. Now that's probably a good bit of people who get banned for cheating and rebought buy mm-hmm. another copy, so you know they can play, you know, create another account, whatever. Either way, millions upon millions upon millions of people have bought that game and played GTA V. Why do we listen to like ten people on Twitter complaining mm-hmm. about something?
1: Oh, that was another thing. They had hackers. Oh, and fucking the Call of Duty beta. Like already finding, of course, ways to like go into the wall where they can shoot you, but you can't shoot them because they're behind the wall.
0: Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I like stop playing Warzone. I'm like, it's not. I don't know how. I don't understand how people find this fun. Yeah,
1: if you go up against somebody that has aimbot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know,
0: the uh, but I mean I did like like I said it's a, a updated version of it's modern day Vice City. Uh, two play, you play between two characters, a man and a woman, so it's the first time you need to play as a female in a GTA game outside of online. And honestly, the character model, like the character models that you see of the main, because the character models are all pretty much almost done, it looks like, of the main characters, and they look pretty good. It looked better than GTA 5. So, yeah. again, I don't understand why people are complaining about graphics. I'm like, the graphics that are important, you're not paying attention to. Because the game does look way better than GTA 5. Like that heist in the, 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 the fast food restaurant. Did you see that clip? Yeah. Like, that looks way better than GTA 5. So, I don't understand how anybody was complaining about graphics. At all. Because... I mean, again, like we said, graphics are like one of the last things that get done because you keep tweaking it to whatever you're releasing it on.
1: They, uh... I know it probably never happened, but I I wish they would do another fucking Red Dead. That would be the next big game that comes out. In I like mean,
0: they'll make another Red Dead Redemption probably, but...
1: 2028.
0: It'll, it, it won't have... Like, on, like, because it, the, I played Red Dead Online when it first came out, and you quickly ran out of shit to do. Like, very quickly. Because there's no way to update Red Dead Online like there is GTA Online. Like, literally, all you could do is update cosmetics, and, you know, there wasn't really, because even the GTA Online big updates. You get a few missions, some new characters, but it's all about running around just doing random shit. You can't really do that in GT in Red Dead Redemption Online because you ride around on a horse. You can't really do anything else.
1: I'm still waiting for that single-player DLC, though. I mean, the... uh, uh Yeah, single-player DLC that was supposed to come out for it.
0: Never going to happen. Yeah.
1: So I think they told they took everybody. and It's like, all right, you done? Get to fucking GTA Online.
0: Well, yeah, because they were hoping Red Dead Online was gonna cut generate that kind of money, and it's not. And they've they've shut down Red Dead Online. Like, again, it wasn't like there was no like in GTA Online. You had a reason for like there was things people would go spend real money on to get money to buy shit. Like you, there was no point in doing any of that in Red Dead Online. And I know I remember in the beginning something was bugged in the beginning. And I had dual wheel pistols and I wasn't supposed to. Like I was able to buy it like really early and I never reached a level that you needed to get B to get that but it was like a, a bug in the very beginning that I was able to dual, carry dual wheel pistols. But again all you there was was go run around hunt stuff. There really wasn't any. Oh, excuse me. Any stores the robber. You couldn't do any like you couldn't do any of that shit. So, mm-hmm.
1: and then you got the assholes that just ride around on horses and lasso you and yeah, drag and pull, you behind you, pull you around. <laughs> So they ended up and kill you.
0: They ended up putting in an option to go passive. Yeah. But then to do certain stuff, you had to not be passive. Like it was.
1: It's the same assholes that at the beginning of when GTA Online first went live, they would just get a group of people f- f- drive around and just jump you, take mm-hmm. your shit, waiting for you to respawn, kill you again, and take your shit.
0: Yeah, basically. Because
1: that's what happened to me the first time I went to Online.
0: Dude, I, I, I ended up finding the thing that on, I don't know if, if it works on Xbox, it may, the go change the shit in my internet settings that just put me in a server by myself
1: mm.
0: and do stuff. Like, that's the only reason I ever played GTA Online for as long as I did. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we should, I don't know when we'll hear more about it. I mean, if they were working on it in 2019, it's gotta be, relatively close. Oh, that game
1: probably won't come out until 2024, my guess.
0: Yeah, it's like next year, early 2024. It's probably like yeah. a year or so away. But I mean, we which means we should see something. The only... Maybe at E3. E3 next year. Um. <clears throat> so, with that, let's talk about what we've been, what we've been watching and the news that has come out of you know, movies and television. Um, I watched Dahmer, which is very good. Uh, I know there's some uh, family members of victims complaining right now, and I'm like...
1: They just want money.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what it sounded like, because it's like a cousin of somebody. Um, I thought the show did a really good job of humanizing victims, whereas most of these reenactment draw, drama documentaries usually just focus on the killer you don't really see like it was done in such a good way that <clears throat> there is a moment when you completely turn on like you kind of feel for Jeffrey because of the way they bra- they broach it because uh, clearly they're pulling information from multiple sources like his dad's book and, and crap like that um He's killed people, but it, he comes across as very lonely and, you know, issues. And he meets the one guy who gets this whole episode dedicated to him. And he truly likes Dahmer, spends time with him, but then Jeffrey just loses his shit. And that's when you're like, nope, he was like, it's you. it seals it. Like he was a fucking psychopath and so then everything after that is like no he was a horrible person I watched
1: bits and pieces of it like clips um, then it was one of the guy whose little brother called the cops on Jeffrey when they were younger because he was taking pictures and went to do stuff with the kid and they called the cops on him
0: Yes. The it was the Asian it was a Leauschen who he brought back to he came to his place. He brought back to his place and he was like he woke up. I think he woke up from the drugs. Cuz they show him get away at that, like
1: No, this is somebody different. This isn't the the one where the police No, no, no,
0: no that's that his brother. Oh, that was the brother. So the one he kills is the younger brother. Like, he got, he went to jail for sexual whatever and ends up killing his brother later on.
1: Um, so I'm watching the scene of him, and he's like, you promised me a 100 bucks. And you're just going to take some pictures. And he's like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's how he would get a lot of them. He would, I'm just he gonna- got that from, I mean, he was doing that the whole time, but like the, the deaf guy, the one who you, who actually really liked him was like, I wanted to be a model Yeah. and went and took pictures of him and you know, shit like that. So <laughs>
1: I'm watching the scene and it's like, you know, he's a fucking bad dude. You still walk into his place. And basically it's like, you you give me the money first. And then he, Jeffrey's like, all right. And pulls out $23 cash. it's like, that's all I have. I'm going to give you, I'll give you this now, $23. And then I'll give you the rest afterwards. Because who knows, you just like your brother, go tell lies about me and blah, blah, blah. And then they sit down and they're watching TV and he gives them this drink. And he's like, here, drink up and he's drinking his beer, and the, the kid doesn't want to drink, he's like, no, you should drink, and then forces, kind of, not forces him, but tells him to drink the whole thing at all at once. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, dude, you should just see these fucking red flags. Well, I
0: mean, he should have, like, he tells him, he goes, I know who you, like, you went to jail, and he's like, oh, that didn't happen. He goes, like, you were arrested. He's my brother. I know. Like, he yeah. was.
1: Like, you know all these fucking stories about him. You still went into his apartment. Yeah. You still never got the, like, as soon as he says, I don't have all the money, you should have left then.
0: I mean, he wouldn't have made it out anyway. Yeah. The other dude didn't make it. Like, the other dude, like, he let him leave. He goes, oh, I forgot my wallet. He goes back in to get his wallet, and fucking Jeffrey's just, like, he's not gonna, like, in his head, he's not gonna come back. He's not gonna come back. So he fucking beats him over the head with a fucking hammer. I watched that scene.
1: I seen the scene of... I think it was the last episode. Him getting beaten to death. Well, first he's getting saved because what in his mind, Gacy got saved, so he got the death penalty. He wants to death. No, penalty. no, no, no.
0: He wants. He knows he's not gonna get Gacy. He saw Gacy on television going, "I'm perfectly fine with myself. Like I found okay. God. I'm, you know, I'm good." So that's what he basically was like. I'm gonna go find God. I'll be good. Oh, okay. And he's basically like, "Yeah, I'm in jail, but you know, I'm I'm good." And then the other inmate, I don't know how, cause we tried to, we tried to look it up and see how accurate that ending was <clears throat> and whether or not that inmate like really killed him because he was like, Oh, you got bad. Like he's a, you know, he was religious and like this dude's just fucking basically making fun of the religion and using it yeah. to get more attention. Yeah, so I watched... Because he was, like, pissed off at Jeffrey because he was getting all... He didn't know what Jeffrey did until that last episode. Like, nobody in the jail knew what he was in for. I watched him... The the beaten
1: scene where Dahmer dies getting beat over the head with a, a broomstick. And then I seen the last part of the dad... And the mom fighting over the what's going to happen to the brain, and then of course the court was like, "Yeah, destroy the brain." And I told my friend who was watching it in the uh, office at work, and "I'm like, you know damn well some rich motherfucker's got that brain somewhere."
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, you just have to go on. You know, they oh, lost
1: they, Einstein's brain. Yeah,
0: they, they, <laughs> they, they, they just—you had to go on the of the fact that you know somebody they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Because like, like his dad said, they did the same thing to fucking Gacy and you know what they found? Nothing. It was normal.
1: Yeah. And then it just popped in my head like as soon as they had the draw sitting on the shelf. And it's like, oh, it's an Abbey Normal brain. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Um, uh,
0: I mean, it was, like I said, it was a really good show though. Uh, you know, it just... I kid you not, Goes dude. to show how horrible people are though like this dude got away with so like he should have been caught a long time before he did
1: so the police officer that told the women to mind your own fucking business and gave the kid back to Dahmer and the kid ended up getting killed mm-hmm. that kid I mean that the the police officer worked full got full fucking
0: yeah, Benefits, they all, both of them both of them got retired. Put, yep, they both got in, their
1: pensions whole nine yards. And uh Yeah, cause
0: you did you see the there's a, a ceremony, the two cops get cop of the year awards and they intercut it with the uh, the woman, Cleveland or whatever her last name was, getting a uh an award from the chief for everything she like Oh look! I'm, you know, we're gonna acknowledge that. Yeah, you. We should have listened to you from the front beginning, like this community award or whatever. And they intercut it with the like fucking big, huge like police union ceremony of these two cops getting cop of the year and.
1: When is that? That takes place in Wisconsin. <clears throat> Missouri. Missouri is when where down I think so. Because there's a stat, a very crazy stat that in Cleveland has the most serial killers, like by square foot or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Like it, I it's think, some weird I square th- mile.
0: I think it. I think it. I think this happens in. I thought
1: it was Wisconsin.
0: I don't know. I know he kills. He's from Ohio. He kills. Well, he killed, I don't know. Was it his mo- His grandmother lived in Ohio and that's where he killed the first one? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Wisconsin. Oh, that's why I'm thinking M. That's why I kept thinking Missouri.
1: And then the worst part is, yeah, Evans. Um, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah, he's a jack dude. So now everybody's like, oh my God, Jeffrey Dahmer's a fucking sex symbol now. <laughs> like they did with fucking Bundy.
0: Well, no, because I'm looking, because I was thinking about that the whole time and I'm like, Dahmer wasn't that attractive. He yeah. was kind of dumpy and normal. But I mean, yeah, Evan Peters is a fucking great actor, so he went all in. And he's like... He's got abs. You know, he had to... I don't show again, because Dahmer went in the military, so he had to have been in some kind of shape. But I mean, he wasn't... Yeah. I, I don't think he... I mean, t- again, Ted Bundy was kind of, you know, attractive for what men were in that at that time. I don't think Dahmer was attractive for the 80s and 90s. Like, he was kind of dorky.
1: Yeah, then you find it. Like, not knowing much about his case and stuff like that. Like, 90% of his victims were black or Latino, I want to say.
0: Yes, After which I think they made an inference to... Like after he kills Tony, like that's kind of when because his first two a white. I don't know that they gave, they showed the third one that much. That is- I think Tony's like four or five, and so after Tony like is with like his. I think he was trying to re get Tony. No, because I think no, no, um. The, it's the first two white guys, then he goes to jail before uh he he does the stuff with the other the other kid first yeah so yeah he's his shit was all over but
1: so the, the fact of the dad like how do you stick by your kid
0: I mean it's the whole parents love for their kid no matter what and yeah. him not wanting to accept it. He was probably a good part of the reason why. Oh, yeah. i seen the scene of the mom and dad arguing
1: that she wants to take the keys to the car because the UFOs are following or
0: oh, something like that. Oh, yeah. The mom was nuts. Yeah. But, again, they also... She had mental issues but they also diagnosed why she was so... At some point, they... Died, they go, no, like, you had postpartum depression and it just never went away. Hmm. So.
1: Yeah, and then the scene of Dahmer hiding in the bushes, jumps out, about to hit a jogger, and just doesn't do it. And the jogger just stares at him with a dude holding a fucking hammer in his hand, staring at you. You would immediately run. No, he just kind of stands there and looks at Dahmer and then Dahmer slowly puts the hammer down and then the dude turns around and runs off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I because I was trying to, like, was that him dreaming that or did he actually do that? Because you would have thought like that would have gotten reported. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like this, he got so off so many times. Any...
1: Answers you look, all every answer just points to well, it was the 80s.
0: Well, I mean, it is what it is. It's like he, like, Dahmer was able to do what he was, he did because of white, like, that was white privilege. Yeah. Like, he got away with so much shit because he came across as like this non threatening little white guy. Like the judge sitting there like, I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm not going to ruin your life. Uh, then the cop, when he got pulled over and he had the body in the back seat, he should have gone like right then and there. Boom. Nope. But the cop lets him go even though he's a fucking wasted.
1: I've heard there's a graphic novel called My Friend. Yep. My Friend Dahmer. That it's
0: somebody who, like, communicated with him.
1: Yeah. And they made a TV show that was supposed to be very good um, based on it. I think it's the Hulu, I think. I don't know. I think Hulu has it. But I heard that's supposed to be pretty good. With a pretty good soundtrack, too, to go, to go with it. Yeah, um... Eventually, I'll watch Dahmer, but I heard it's, like, very fucking... No,
0: it's a 2017 film.
1: Oh, it was a film. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And it is... Ross Lynch. He looks like Evan Peters. <laughs>
1: he looks like fucking Aaron Carter's little brother. The fucking other crappy carter kid that tried to be a singer a rapper he tried to be a rapper back in like the early 2000s
0: yeah this mustn't have been came out in april 2017
1: supposedly the the graphic novel is supposed to be very good like it won awards and stuff oh there's the jeremy No, that's, that's, the jeremy that's the jeremy runner that's the jeremy runner from one. 2002 yeah But yeah, my friend Dahmer is his high school days. I want to say. See, he even looks ripped there. Um, Maybe he was. Maybe
0: he was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, but you can also definitely tell this is a, was it Ryan Murphy?
0: Uh, Again, it comes across, like if you watch it, it does come off as a, a season of American Horror Story. But it just goes to show that he's good at like mood and atmosphere, and it's shot well. And just, I mean,
1: but isn't Dahmer in this hotel, the Cecil Hotel, episode season?
0: Mm-mm. That's um the Night Stalker.
1: Oh, Ram- R- Ramirez shows Ramirez? up as a ghost. Okay, I thought it was multiple. Da- no, um, multiple serial killers.
0: Ramirez shows up, the woman. From Monster That Charlize Theron played Oh okay She shows up as a ghost At this The, uh, the hotel um, It was the
1: Cecil Hotel right? Yeah Okay
0: Was it I think like Yeah so it was like All the Yeah I don't think Dahmer was one of them Cause it would have been No no It wouldn't have been him Playing Dahmer in that Cause he was playing uh, the, the original Builder oh so, whoever built the hotel is who he who Peters was playing in that season oh the ghost of yeah. whoever built it yeah that was that was that was Ryan Mer- the only thing I didn't like about that was his horrible take on vampires hmm. like yeah that was I didn't like his version of vampires Um, but yeah, I'm sure like it'll even though it came out like this early it's probably going to get nominated for emmys
1: oh i can definitely tell um i don't know her name uh the chick from nails and oh yeah yeah rescue 911 yeah. mm-hmm. uh reno 911 yeah um def- she should definitely yeah. get nominated probably win mhm like that scene that was in the trailer of like he brings out the sandwich it's like eat the sandwich I don't want to eat that sandwich. I brought you a sandwich. That was
0: that was a that's a that's a a pretty because that's when that happens before he that, that happens. So she complains. She brings the super the, the building superintendent up. And she's like, I've been complaining, and I know I'm not the only one complaining. I can like smell that, and then the, the superintendent finally comes in and goes about venting, like almost throws up and so he's like alright well I'll, I'll evict him and then that's when he goes gives Jeffrey the eviction notice like you've got 30 days to get out and then that's when Jeffrey like after he gets evicted goes in the house comes back over clearly fucking went and cut some meat off or whatever he had in the refrigerator and fucking made her a sandwich and it's like no I gave like this is a gift I, I made it for you you need to eat it
1: Yeah, he was very much about you need to drink it all in front of me or eat something in front of me.
0: Yeah, which is why I made that episode when he, you know, with Tony, like, because he's at the bar and he takes the pills out when he first meets him. And they make sure they show you enough of Tony to know that Tony would not have gone home with him, would not have, like, all the things that he was able to do to all these other people he wasn't going to be able to do to Tony. Cause that's just not how Tony, that's not who Tony was. So Jeffrey actually had to put in work. Like they went out, they went to like, what was that? What was the, uh, they went to glamor shots together. Oh Jesus. Like, cause Tony wanted to be a model. So he was like, they showed him like, go to like some photographer on campus who was like looking for models and that dude tried to hit on him and sleep with Tony. He's like, no, I don't, I don't do that. And that's when he met Jeffrey at the club. And he's like, you know, Jeffrey's like, you want to come home with me? And he's like, no, you got to earn me. So they like, they literally had a relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't say how long it was, but like, they literally had a relationship. And that's, you know, he would try and go. He pulled out the pills and he was gonna crush him at the bar, and he he decided not to. And that's Ryan Murphy's like. Build it back up was oh oh he's gonna be and and he's like nope because we know he kills him so this is how horrible Jeffrey Dahmer actually was that he is somebody who actually cared about him and he still his fucking Paul, killed him his
1: urges can't
0: yeah he still fucking killed this person who actually yeah. gave a damn about him um, but yeah it, Peters will probably finally get nominated for an Emmy. Because I don't think he's been nominated for anything else.
1: He never got nominated for the other... I don't think so. No, he
0: got nominated for some other movie. He's never been nominated for anything for American Horror Story. No. Some other... He got nominated for something else. Um. Or one for something else. It had nothing to do with, with American Horror Story. People are saying like he's going to need more therapy than fucking... At this point, he needs more therapy than... Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger and all of them playing the Joker.
1: Yeah, I heard that joke. He's gonna have to take some time off and <laughs> recalibrate. Yeah, recalibrate himself.
0: Uh, the other thing we have both watched. Well, I watched Amher. The other thing um, we can talk about it. I mean, unless there's anything individually.
1: Um, the only things I watched that you haven't seen. Um, I watched Rumble. It's a documentary, which I thought was about this guitar player called Link Link Way. He's a Native American from um, North Carolina, I think it is. He has the iconic song that's in Pulp Fiction. The it's an instrumental, it's only guitar, guitar strums. You know it if you hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a documentary I thought it was about him. His song, it's an instrumental, came out in the 60s, I want to think, I want to say. Was the only instrumental to be banned from radio ever by the FCC. Because at the time, he was doing stuff with the guitar, distortion, Mm -hmm. stuff with the guitar that nobody was doing. So when this song came out, the people at the FCC would think, "Oh, the kids are gonna. This is gonna hypnotize the kids and make the kids go crazy because it's so wild and fucking." <laughs> it's a great song, instrumental. Um. So the beginning of it, like the first fifteen minutes, is about him, his music and stuff like that, and it being Native American. And then it kind of ends and it goes off to somebody else. So it's not about rumble the name of the song that he wrote that Mm -hmm. that got banned it's about native american music Mm. in america they got moran scorsese to fucking talk about in this fucking documentary so they did him for like 15 minutes and then they cut off they broke off to like um something else and then after that was the zulu indians Mm -hmm. and then that was like 10 minutes and then he broke off into like uh some native american band i've never heard of a bunch of uh female singers and stuff like that and by that time i was like all right well the one thing i was interested in they're not gonna talk this isn't it so then i watched um the john mcafee documentary yeah on netflix fucking crazy once again, misled by the documentary. It's not about him killing his na- or allegedly killing his neighbor and going on the run. It's about him on the run with these people filming him, docu- documenting him. So you're watching actual videotapes of him on the run mm-hmm. and how crazy he is. They don't actually go into detail about the murder or what happened that night or any possible sub- suspects and stuff like that it's just mainly about him running from country to country, escaping, um, expedition and how this dude has more money than has a shit ton of money. And he's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, he got paid $7 billion for McAfee. Yeah. So he escapes to one country.
1: It's literally, it's, there's moments where you get, they get to the hotel after driving for hours in South America and stuff like that and then they're like, alright, grab your shit because he's so paranoid that everybody's out to get him. Grab your shit, we gotta go. We gotta go now. They literally just unpacked. So, it's like, if you're not in the car in 10 minutes, we're leaving you and technically, you're wanted, you're wanted too because you're helping, helping me escape and this dude um, I can't remember which fucking country, which island he was in, but he basically, Belize. He was in Belize because Belize is a magical place. Yep. And so he literally made the software that you can spy on people. He made software to go against it, so he knows how to do that. So he gave the Belize government and police force upgrades on all their computers (laughs) and programs and stuff like that, which is basically he used to listen in and collect dirt on the Belize government and all the shady shit they're done and the money laundering and the drugs and yada, 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 the cartel. Like Mm -hmm. he's the cartel wants them dead. The Belize government wants him, And then, then it gets off into the CIA and the government of United States wants them dead. (laughs) And then it just comes down to the fact of he gets caught for tax evasion because that's what they get you for. Yep.
0: They never get you for what you do, they get you for not paying them then they get you for not paying them their money.
1: So he's in jail in Texas I think it was during COVID times. He's like in his 70s. He's been on the run for I don't know how many years. Yeah. All he did while on the run, he was on a yacht. had this giant fucking yacht that he bought from somebody famous i can't remember who him and his wife who was a prostitute that he met that he ended up marrying um doing all the fucking drugs bath salts coke you name
0: it he was doing it on this boat i mean what else you do when you got seven billion (laughs) dollars
1: drinking all the fucking time being so paranoid and so fucking coke up, like his one of his good friends was was one of the Vice people, and when Vice basically like All right, we can't be around him, we gotta leave because he's too fucking crazy. So this war photographer guy becomes friends with McAfee and goes back onto his boat when he calls him up and like spends a year with him on the boat, just sailing around, going from port to port, trying not to get fucking caught and expedited back to whatever country wants him. Literally pulls out a gun on him and points it at him and tells his wife, hey, should I shoot whatever his name was? He's like, oh, no, don't shoot and kill him. He's like, okay, I'll shoot his leg and points down at his leg and just has this fucking loaded gun. And you can tell he's just so fucking... Out of his mind on fucking booze and drugs, that literally the next morning when he docked at some place, he immediately grabbed his stuff and left that boat, and then went back like a couple months later, when McAfee called him again.
0: He's a war photographer, man. He's like, yeah, he, dude.
1: He he said that was the best time of his life was being on that boat because probably all the booze and fucking drugs he was doing, and so he gets caught, gets put in prison. He's constantly saying that people are out to get him. And that um, he wants. Or don't
0: chew that. There's electricity running through that cord.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So then, of course, Hillary is out to get him. Of course. And sure enough, he ends up mysteriously committing suicide in jail. When everybody knows- The one thing he says, if I get put in jail, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm not suicidal. i never was. I would never take my own life. If I die by suicide in jail, it's somebody murdered me. Sure enough, he, um, he dies by suicide. And then at the very end of the documentary, there was a girl he hooked up with in Belize that was super young. He was like in his 60s. She was like 17. They went, He was in love. They were in love. They were gonna get married. He ended up when he left Guatemala or something like that. I forgot which country. He basically left her and never fucking got her, went back for her. And um, they were interviewing her. And she's like, oh yeah, I talked to fucking John like a week ago before y'all came here he's not dead <laughs> only supposedly only three people know this he's alive in texas somewhere
0: that's hilarious
1: and that's how they end the documentary the one thing they've really glossed over is his dad because he's from scotland i think scotland ireland and apparently his dad was like a fucking drunk angry angry man Used to just beat on his fucking I mean, mom. That,
0: that's that's our our heritage curse.
1: Yeah, so he would beat the shit out of his mom, and one day, and his dad committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> and so they got this bi- biography guy that John hired to write his biography. Of course he left because John was crazy. They briefly talked about like, yeah, the one thing he doesn't talk about is his dad and the way he died and stuff like that. But multiple sources close to him say that he killed his dad, that it wasn't like a, a suicide or anything like that. Like he drunkenly confessed it to him one night that he murdered his dad. And then quickly clammed up after he said it. Like and then like Mm -hmm. didn't say it anymore. Didn't say it anymore. So um, yeah, it's a if you want to see a fucking billionaire go fucking crazy, you can watch that. Doesn't even talk about the alleged murder that he's done. But after you watch this documentary, it's like yeah, I can probably see him murdering a dude because he poisoned his dogs. That's how this all started. They were neighbors. Some guy from Florida has a house in Belize. They were neighbors. He loves dog. John loves dogs and has a whole bunch of dogs that was just loud and barking all the mm-hmm. time. Neighbor complains all the time. One day, the dogs are dead. They were poisoned. He blames the neighbor. One night, neighbor mysteriously gets shot in the back of the head.
0: Yeah, that's a... Uh- I'm going to have to sit and watch that. Uh,
1: It's fucking crazy. Like to watch. Um, I watched the Wirecard fraud documentary Mm -hmm. about amazing how they took this billion dollar fucking company, billions and billions of dollars. This was probably like one of the most. Because at the time, it was the only company that you can use. to buy stuff like prepaid cards you can buy to pay, buy stuff. Okay. It got to the point where it was the second highest bank in Germany. They were going to buy the oldest known banks in Germany. Like the, the Deutsche something. Deutsche bank. Yeah. The, they were going to buy them. They were so rich. And then it just comes out. It's like, yeah, this whole company's a fraud. It's just fucking money laundering for like Russians and other terrorist groups and all this other stuff. And it's run by a guy, ex-military special ops Russian dude is like the main CEO's secondhand man. And they do all this like, if you even talk to... Bad about them. They will fucking bug your phones, emails. They will fucking send letters to you, lawyers, threatening to fucking sue you till you're penniless and have nothing left, and you owe them for the rest of your life. It's just amazing how big this company got and how nobody's seen. It took one investigative reporter to 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 find this paper trail of like how corrupt this company was and how. Magically, $2 billion that they reported that they have wasn't in the Philippines, this Philippine bank like they said it was. And it kind of tells the story of like, did the the main CEO guy, did he know about it? Was he in on it? Because he's the only one that fall. The, The guy second in charge, the Russian dude, is gone. He took the money and fucking ran two billion dollars gone so it's a it's a very good documentary about how big a company can get and how people are so naive and not see the the signs of
0: yeah because they just they, they thought they were making money
1: if they would have bought because they were going to buy the bank the oh, oldest yeah, the biggest Deutsche bank. bank
0: Deutsche bank is yeah, does a lot of business if with, they would
1: have <laughs> bought that
0: and that would have went on to <laughs> A lot of people would have fucking. No, they
1: it would never would have went under. It would have wirecard would never been caught, because that bank is so fucking big. Oh yeah, you they would have had
0: the money to, to cover anything.
1: You can cover so much fucking money laundering. Yeah, because of how many businesses go through. They got they had businesses in Philippines. You go to the address, it's somebody's house. Same with Britain. They had offices in Britain. You go to the location, it's somebody's fucking residence. And they're like, oh, yeah, some dude asked us to come and sign some paperwork, and they gave us, like, 50 quib. And, yeah, we get letters in the mail and stuff like that, and then we have to sign it and send it back to so-and-so, and that's it. And they get money for it. Like, nobody <laughs> did the fucking... Um, due diligence to see like is this company really legit this billion multi fucking billion dollar company Um, and then lastly I watched Facing Nolan the Nolan Ryan documentary which is very fascinating if you like baseball grew up watching Nolan Ryan and how basically he was a once in a generation pitcher Seven no hitters, fucking World Series winner, 5,000 strikeouts. He has 51 records. None of those will be beaten ever because of the way baseball is played nowadays. Now. Yeah. Mind you, some of those records are like giving up the most grand slams, giving up the most home runs, giving up the most.
0: I mean, because Ryan's thing was I can throw really fast. Yes. Or I can get hit on.
1: Basically, yeah, that was his thing. At the age of 41, he threw a fucking no hitter. And if you watch the documentary, it's afterwards, I kind of thought about it and I was just like, this is kind of a fluff piece. It is. Because it's a lot of like all of his good stuff and his Kauffman friends and the family aspect of his life and how he's always family first. That's why he went to the Astros and stayed in Texas. He, Into his career in the Texas Rangers, because he's from Texas, his wife and his wife and kids are in Texas, so he wants to stay close to to the family. Um, but yeah, it it seems like he's a very good guy, like nice guy and stuff like that. But competitive wise, like managers would hate going to the mound to take him out of a game.
0: Oh yeah, because he was yeah. He He didn't want to leave. Yeah. I mean, his- I remember he was like one of my favorite pitchers. He was like my favorite player ever in in baseball back when. Because again, I've always had just a general knowledge of sports, so I could you know have you know maintain conversations. I love the Yankees just to piss people off, but I love <laughs> I love Nolan Ryan.
1: Yeah, Aaron Judge just just hit his sixty first last night to tie the uh, AL record with Roger Maris. But Nolan is just the shit he was doing and never won a side wrong.
0: Nope.
1: He literally in one year, he broke Sandy Koufax's single season strikeout record. 308 strikeouts that year. He got it on like one of the last batters of the season. He broke the record. Um, He threw a, a no hitter also that year. He took a Anaheim Angels at the time. That was like the bastard child of the Dodgers. That was in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and basically made them into winners because of him. He won twenty three games that season, and lost the fucking never won the Cy Young for that that year. It's fucking outrageous that they. Um, his he's been with his wife since the seventh grade when they first went on a date. They've been knowing each other since the fourth grade. That's how small town in Texas they lived in.
0: I mean, that just sounds like a Texas thing. Yeah. If George, you were going to write a stereotype relationship from a Texas town, that that's
1: yeah. it. The only thing is, um, apparently he was going to give up baseball after the first couple of years. But she's more competitive than him because she was a a doubles tennis state champion. And like, she could have had a good career as a tennis, Mm -hmm. but she gave it, she gave up that to be, to help him get his dream of being in the major leagues and pitching and stuff like that. And he wanted to quit. And she basically like, no, you can't quit this because this is what you love. You're going to regret it and blah, blah, blah. And he went on and had 22 year fucking career. And,
0: as a pitcher, that's a that's pitcher. crazy. Yeah, because usually your arm's blown by like year ten, especially throwing the way he did. Yeah, like
1: he literally was doing warm up through was throwing warm ups and he felt the bone chips move down to a point where his arm's gonna be fucked. He, there's no way he can start. He went out just to see how it is. End up throwing a fucking no hitter <laughs> that game. His Fifth no hitter, or something like that.
0: Yeah, he was something.
1: It's literally. You couldn't write a better story of like this dude. Unfortunately, the ending is his last game pitched was the first inning. He threw it. He threw a fucking pitch, felt the snap, and knew immediately. It's like, yep, that's it. I'm done. Done. They got George Bush to come out and talk on the documentary because. Back in the 60s, his grandpa owned, was part owner of the Mets, mm. and he got drafted by the Mets and won his one and only World Series with the Miracle Mets. Um, And then later, he owned the Rangers. I don't know if he, I don't know if he still does own the Rangers, but... I mean, the
0: Bushes probably own part of them.
1: But yeah, never had a pitching coach until he went to Anaheim <laughs> with the Angels. Cause he was a he was a wild person. He was a relief. He got drafted as a relief pitcher for the Mets. Yeah. If he threw three pitches at you, two of them was gonna be high inside or fucking hit you. One or the other. He had no fucking control. That's why he got traded to uh, traded to Anaheim from the Mets. And. um he got the phone call from the Mets owner, GM. He's like, hey, you going to California? And he's like, oh, that's awesome. I, I'm going to go play for the fucking Dodgers because his idol is Sandy Koufax. He's he like, oh, no, I'm going to Anaheim. <laughs> and then there was a pitching coach there who taught him how to control throw, how to control, when to release the ball and all that stuff. He literally stood in front of him and like, all right, pitch around me. Because he knew at a certain point, he has to let go of the ball not to hit him. Mm -hmm. How he trusted him? That dude threw, at the time, it was 108. But really, if you, people nowadays recalculate it, he was pitching 100. No, he pitched 101 according to the guns back then. Nowadays, um, it would have been 108, the, the recalibration of the guns and all that stuff. It would sound like a whip crack, the way he pitched, of just going through the air and hitting the fucking um the, the catcher's mitt. It's a great document. Like if you love baseball, and I th- grew up watching baseball in the eighties and nineties, I
0: have been to an Astros game back in when I was young. I think I saw him pull it, him pitch. Couldn't tell you what year it was though.
1: The old Astro Dome.
0: Yeah because my uncle is a massive like Astros fan and we went to I went on a vacation with him and we went and saw the Astros play and I'm pretty sure it was when Nolan was pitching
1: yeah he wins the World Series in 69 season's over goes home gets a job as a uh fuck what was it like just a regular just a regular job insurance mm-hmm. he was selling insurance because he was like, yeah, I only got paid $7,000 that season. You don't get paid on the off season. You only get paid when you play during the season. So that's because that makes a lot of people back then, football, baseball, basketball, all that stuff. That's why none of them, yeah. All of them had second jobs. They were school teachers and janitors and all this other stuff first, and they were football players, major league players second. Yep. I think Roger Starbucks sell cars or something like that.
0: Yeah, well I mean that's that's pretty much where the you know the the image of like the hometown hero with like the car lot or like the big business in town because he gets the recognition. Yeah. But he actually also needs the money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's the um and just watching documentaries like Rod Carew, Pete Rose, fucking uh Dave Winfield All these, the only people they didn't talk, the only person that declined was Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura. The infamous, I'm going to charge the mound, I got put in a headlock, and I'm getting my ass kicked by a 42-year-old Nolan (laughs) Ryan. Because apparently there was a bounty out for Nolan for that game. Because them in the White Sox, the Rangers in the White Sox at the time, was... Getting pretty heated and Nolan hit a couple of people and then White Sox retaliated in one game. So the next game up, they were like, anybody that gets hit, the first whoever gets hit, you charge them out and you take him out. Sure enough, they flash back to his first fight. He clumped he hit um Oh, God, who was it? It was a fucking big old fucking hitter. And he charged the mound. And Nolan knew that was the first time. Like in his head, he was just standing there. And then he realized, it's like, oh, shit, this dude's coming at me. And then he realized after that fight, you fucking, you be the aggressor. If they coming at you, you fucking stop them and you be the guy who throws the first punch if they coming at you. And that's what happened with Robert Vittorio. He's the first guy to get hit. You can see him because he doesn't want to do it. He takes a couple steps out of the his box, he's heading towards first, and he stops and just fucking shakes his head and runs straight <laughs> to Nolan. Nolan grabs him, puts him in a fucking headlock, and just gives him fucking uppercuts. <laughs> he said that's... He's asked... Out of his whole career, he's done so much shit. That is the second most thing axed about, um, it's the second most picture, like just a frame of that picture of him hitting, hitting him, hit him, getting signed is getting signed.
0: I mean, that is something to have signed, especially if you can get them both to sign it, which the other dude would probably never do. Oh, it. never,
1: <laughs> never do. But it's just like, it's one of those iconic images, videos that growing up watching baseball, you've seen a thousand times.
0: Yeah, because I mean, any kind of, back then, any highlight videos of things, like that was in it.
1: Yeah. It reminds, like also watching this reminds me of that uh, Kevin Costner film, For the Love of the Game, I think it is, Mm -hmm. where he's an aging pitcher that on his last game, he throws that no hitter. I think- I think that's how it ends. He throws a no-hitter, and um, yeah, it's a great documentary. If you grew up watching baseball in the late '80s, early '90s, and stuff like that, or if you're older, seen him back in the '60s and '70s. Yeah, dude played four decades.
0: Yeah, no, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, um, uh, the one thing that I probably watched that you haven't—I I, I watch Res Dogs every week, which there should be a new one on um, last week's episode. was pretty good. Um, Cause it, I, I just love it. it. goes into like all the Indian mysticism and stuff and like spirits are treated as like real things on the show. Um, the last couple of weeks have been really good. You had the, the secret society one. That was a payoff to a joke from the first season where they would find a bunch of catfish heads in a field. And you finally found out what the hell was going on with the rest of the catfishes. Some Mm. crazy secret society of white people, like white business owners and like the governor of Oklahoma. And they were like, and the the catfishes, the catfish bodies were involved in the initiation of new members who had to uh, fillet said catfish bodies. crazy white people exactly it was it was hilarious and like the cop the cop who's like the indian and everything he was in fargo yeah he uh he got he drank a spiked soft drink from another dude that was in fargo with him that had his hand like i saw the picture from fargo he's like dude had his hand bandaged and shit
1: uh it's been a while since yeah. i seen that season
0: um but he got like dosed with like massive amount of like fucking ecstasy or whatever they called it. And he was like having visions and shit running through the woods. It was a great episode. Um, Then this last episode was uh, Willie Jack went to see some, um, a relative in prison. And then you see a second, a different spirit, like not the, not the one everybody knows and loves the male, it's like some woman, medicine woman, the spirit, and they have like this, spiritual, fucking, meat, thing in like the, the, visitor's room, with like all these old, and all these old, Indian spirit, medicine people like show up, and it's really cool, I mean, uh, to me it's really cool, I just because, of the, you know, what Native American, I actually have, like way back in the family and and stuff so i found it really interesting um but yeah there was no no actual spirit like the male the 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 male which is kind of disappointing because he's fucking hilarious he puts they put out um like fortune cards because there was one episode where they went into this place that had like fortune teller machine like the one from big but it was an indian so it was like native american wisdom so res dogs puts out like little fucking images and it's uh. it's spirit on the front and it goes over and it's like some weird ass fucking wisdom shit but uh the show is really really good like you could tell that Tidal watiki's like comedies in it but like it's very serious it's a it's a very serious show yeah. it's funny but it's very serious uh, the girl from Prey was in it. I didn't realize that it was her when I talked about it last time. Oh. She was in it as like a social media, a Native American social media influence who came to like give a speech on decolonization. <laughs> and it was just like, like, even at the end, so like they, they were asked, like the main characters were asking like, so how does any of this help with decolonize? Like what does decolonize have to do with decolonization? And they couldn't give like, because hmm. it's just like some bullshit seminar. Yeah. So, I mean it was really it, the show's really really good. Um especially I mean it's just like a little half hour show on FX.
1: I guess one thing I've seen that you don't watch House of Dragons.
0: Yeah, I just watched the recaps. I mean, we can talk about it.
1: Okay. Um The show's very good. Like if you're like we talked about before, like it keeps getting more political um everybody moving the chess pieces of trying to get to the iron throne yeah
0: it's it's less actiony like yeah the original like the HBO's Game of Thrones had a lot of well we got to do the set pieces at least once a season and you know these big things that Martin kind of wrote this is more of just character world building
1: yeah it's this past episode jumps ahead ten years and in, um, in shows where everybody's at at the time. The king is basically at any moment could die. He he lost his right left arm, I think it is. Yeah. To the uh,
0: the rot or whatever the rot. It is. Yeah. The grayscale. Does he have grayscale? I think that's what he's supposed to have.
1: Yeah, but it would.
0: I don't know. It's I don't know. Because he had it before he got the cut on. Because
1: if you had grayscale, like, there's no cure for that. Like, because they talked about, because they had that in Game of Thrones. And, like, you would get, like, actual, what looked like dragon scales on your face and bodies and stuff like that. And you couldn't get it off.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's what he's supposed to have, or I don't know. I think it's a rot.
1: Like you said, it's just.
0: in one of the. Yeah, because the first episode, they were cleaning out. Like he had wounds on his back. Yeah. And then... And this is all from the... He lost his finger. Throne cut. Yeah, this is all from the cut on the, uh his hand. He had got that cut on his finger from the throne. And I think that's what spread. It just spread.
1: No, I think it got to the back because him sitting on the throne. Yeah, no, like it's, the it's from that. Is, but yeah. then
0: the his arm yeah. came from the cut on the finger.
1: Um, And then you have the princess. Like she's literally gives birth at the beginning of the episode and then, then the queen, because they hate each other,
0: immediately summons her. Yeah, and she wants to see the baby and she's like, all right, I'll, you know, she's like, proves a point by bringing her herself. Up, like, fucking a f- giant flight of stairs. Yeah, because they're in, I think that's the, supposed to be the Red Keep.
1: No, that's, um, I think that's the castle. Which like, is the Red Keep. Is it the Red Keep? Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's that. T- uh, it's, yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. Um,
1: and it's just literally of her still bleeding, going up the stairs, holding the baby just to prove a point. Yep. Um. She has three kids. All of them look nothing like the husband, who also is doing his side thing because he doesn't uh like women he's a uh, his partner I guess you could say was murdered yes at the, his, at his yeah, wedding his his,
0: his secret pro- his partner his secret partner was murdered at the wedding by the guy who was protecting Raniro's yeah because uh, he Christ- dared go to him and be like Sir Christian yeah because he said look we both because he knew yeah, he knew the duty. He was like,
1: all right, this is what's going to happen. You can still bang the princess. I can still have my fun with the... Uh, with the prince. The soon, soon being prince. Um, and we just...
0: Yeah, live, our, ba- live, yeah, on,
1: live ba- our best lives. And then something he said triggers Sir Christian, and Sir Christian just literally beats...
0: Beats him to death right there at the fucking Yeah at the at the wedding. At the
1: wedding. And then they have the wedding afterwards, while there's blood still on the ground, and a and a rat comes over there is drinking the blood. And um so fast forward to ten years. Aragon's now a fucking teenager with angst. He's got a little brother that has kind of mopey. Can't get a dragon to basically latch onto him. I guess you can say like, so he can be a rider, a dragon rider. Mm-hmm. His sister loves bugs and his mom, like the queen is literally telling his, her daughter is like, listen, I'm trying to get her prepared for what happened to her. Mm-hmm. It's like people are going to come for you. People want to suit you. And this girl's, like, barely, probably 12 in the episode.
0: I mean, that's when they were trying to marry off Yeah, the other one.
1: And, um, and it's just, like, the political scheming between them two. Back and forth. My allies, your allies. How can I remove your allies from the picture? Mm-hmm. Very much like Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn versus Stephanie and Hunter. Just <laughs> start and firing Shane. all your people. Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, you had a heart attack and you can't come to work? Mm. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. To the Bring point of, me the paralegal.
1: <laughs> to the. So it's pretty much a wild... It's like, obviously, you can tell the princess's kids is not...
0: Yeah, Rhaenyra's kids are not
1: has no Valerian yeah. in them well
0: no no uh,
1: blonde like whitish yeah they don't have hair
0: it, it, with the two vale with two Valerians they would have white hair yeah although if you go look back at the family tree there is non valerian blood so technically well the king
1: <laughs> tells the queen a story it's like I had this um Horse that I rode everywhere, and it was like I think he said silverish mm-hmm. gray. Ended up having a kid with another horse, and that horse came out like black, um, colored. So it's like it's not always about genetics. Like, yeah, it it could happen.
0: Yeah, because I want to say when I was looking at the family tree, like there's Baratheon blood in the Targaryen line. Which is why he had a valid claim to the throne when he conquered Wester... When he beat the Targaryens right before Game of Thrones. The Battle of... The Bastard.
1: No. No, Battle of Something Creek.
0: Yeah. Fuck, what's in it? When what, he beat what? When he beat... Uh, what was it? Aegon or whatever it was. Yeah. The person who would actually be Jon Snow's father. Yes. He took over as king, but his claim to validate it was there was Baratheon blood in the Targaryen lawn.
1: Yeah, so the queen now is... um I think they got the fucking wrong picture for IMDb for Princess Verla, uh, Renea. Renea?
0: Why well, would picture they have?
1: See, they got her. That's the girl from Truth Seekers.
0: Yes, that is the that's who's playing. That's who's playing the older version.
1: Okay, so now look at that one. There's not her. Hold on. See, another princess. Whatever, the same name. Unless there's there going to be another
0: version, an older version.
1: I think that's the queen. I think they just fucked it up.
0: Oh, the original queen, the died in the first episode.
1: No, the queen, the queen now. What's her name? It.
0: Uh, Emma. Uh, is it Emma?
1: Eve be- Eve Best.
0: Yes, that is that's that's uh that's Hightower.
1: Okay, so they. They IMDB the, fucked yeah, they up. They have the wrong picture. They right? got the no. They got the wrong name under her. Yeah. So basically, she realizes she needs allies. She has no allies. In her, she can she can't manipulate the king like she like she thought she could. The hand, the hand of the king is on the king's side, and only is a is probably like. The only nice guy and knows right from wrong in this fucking hole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was, yeah,
0: he was not, you know, he's not an asshole. Yeah. He has no
1: political scheme. Like, he just wants to do right for the uh, king and for Restoros. Kind of like what Ned was when he was hand to Jonathan. And, um, so she knows it's like I need him out of the way and I need my dad back in there cuz my dad is my the ultimate ally that I can have so my son will be the king and not the princess take over when when the king dies. So basically she just, she kind of suggests it to Lord, um, it's just a whole set of fucking names to, uh, Lord strong. Who's the son of the King, uh, the hand of the King. And basically he hires a bunch of traitors and murderers to go kill his dad and his brother. So now the hand of the King is murdered. His brother's murdered who was an ally to um, the princess because rumor had it that he was the father of the kids. And um, so now that just opens the door for Hightower to come back and to be the hand of the king and be the ultimate ally for for the queen because now her dad's back. Now, Uh, Aragorn. I think is the son name. He can be rightfully be the king. One of
0: her, one of her, one of one of High Towers. One of the queen right now's children does take the throne at some point.
1: It has to be the oldest. Yeah, at some point he is Aragorn. Aragorn,
0: I think. I think it is like he's it's one of Damon and Raniere's kids. Then I think one of the other Queens kids and then the other Damon and Raniere's kid. I think that's how it goes. Okay. I don't know. I might sit. In, I mean, I have HBO max. I'm pay for it. I don't watch it. I might watch it. Not if there's a few, and I'll just watch them. I can sit and watch them straight through.
1: Got yeah, nothing else to do. Sitting I mean, there us. should be shit I should be
0: doing. Yeah,
1: there's stuff you should be doing. There's stuff I should be doing. Um, quickly on the HBO fucking front. So they got busted for fudging the numbers. Them and HBO Discovery. Or
0: Ooh, Warner Brothers Discovery?
1: Yep. 10 million fucking... They... Added ten million
0: subscribers. Subscribers when they never had. Ooh, they can get in trouble for that. FCC might uh, the the might. Uh, yeah. complain might might bring them up on that because that's public information that would be used for investors to determine whether or not they would invest or sell.
1: So there's lawsuits and stuff like that from investors yeah. about fudging the numbers. Because I've seen something on Twitter about like, be, like a class action lawsuit is happening.
0: I mean, here's the problem with that. Like, it was like the class action lawsuit with the uh, the Sony network shut down when it was hacked. Oh well, yeah. no, no, not that. When they they took away was it the t- ability to install Linux. Oh. We all got stuff from it, but I mean the way the stock market's acting right now, like you're going to be hard pressed to prove that, that that those numbers not being true are the reason why the, the, the stock would have tanked or dropped. Just the way the stock market's acting right now. Um, and then there's the whole like, uh, what is it? NBC Universal might buy them out I think that might be where it's even more of an, inch, an issue, because there were talks of NBC. I think NBC Universal buying Warner Discovery. Really? Yeah.
1: Because the Universal whole, has that much money.
0: Yep. Jesus. The because what it's owned they're owned by Viacom, I think, right?
1: Yeah, but it, isn't it the one of others Discovery wasn't that like a couple billion dollars
0: for the merger? No, because Warner. No, because it wasn't. Then they just b- bought Warner and they merged. It wasn't an outright buyout. That's why uh, it's okay. Warner brothers discovery. Okay.
1: It's a merge. All yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, so universal studios yeah. is going to have the mm-hmm. rights to, <laughs> they already got Warner brothers rights. Cause they got the, they, DC well, they, stuff. they wouldn't have to
0: license it anymore if yeah. they bought it. Um, but the whole thing is, well, yeah. Cause then at that point you would definitely get rid of Marvel from universal. Yeah, which I want anyway. I want Disney World to be able to actually build Marvel stuff.
1: Well, I think that's already happened. Yeah,
0: but not on the that's, scale. That's where Nintendo
1: lands coming in, where Marvel, the
0: Island of Adventures, are going. To, yeah. Okay. I th- I think that's. Where I would assume then they're gonna like get rid of the Spider Man rod at some point. Yeah. The Hulk. Like they're already roller expanding, coaster. They expanding Harry because Harry
1: Potter is so fucking popular. They're expanding that even more. Dude, that's tiny. When we went, that ain't nothing. The last time I went, it was brand new. Like Harry Potter was yeah, I, like relatively. That, when we went, when so.
0: we went there the years ago, and we went to Halloween Horror Nights, and we went to uh, to Harry Potter World that you had to pay separately to get into. No, that you,
1: that wasn't that wasn't a thing when I went. Oh no, we
0: had to pay separate to get into that. You had a separate ticket to get into that. They gave me a time. <laughs> oh no, that no, that's like uh, you
1: can only. So that whole corner of the park,
0: that used to be... Uh, oh, no, yeah, that's probably because of how... Well, well, it's like Galaxy's End when it opened. You could only be in there for a certain time. So I would walk to the...
1: Once you got to the edge of the Harry Potter section, there's people lined up, and they'll give you a card, and they'll give you a time, and then it's like, all right, you come back. Well, if I want to go to Jurassic Park, which is on the other side of Harry Potter... Now I have to go all the way, the way around. <laughs> yep, cut through Marvel, cut through uh, um, Dudley Do Right in the mm-hmm. comics section to get back to Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, we had. I think it was a separate. I mean, it wasn't a full price ticket, but it was a separate thing. Okay, that you had to get to go in. And really, it's got like two rods. Well, back then when we went, because that yeah. Hagrid ride wasn't there yet. It was the the Dueling and Dragons and Uh, The ride simulator ride in the bank.
1: When I went, it was the Dueling Dragons, and then there was the ride inside the uh, the 3D. Yeah, which is
0: the the simulator esque ride in the bank.
1: Is that that's what it's called?
0: Well, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's with the dragon on top. Yeah, is where it comes out. Oh, it goes in or it comes out at whatever. It's basically
1: like a Spider Man ride.
0: Yeah. It's the fake roller coaster.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but yeah, so that I mean, that would be an issue if they, they lied about their subscriber count. Cause then that would make them worth more money.
1: Nintendo Land opens up in soon, actually in Florida. Like it's already been open in Japan for like a year.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen the videos from Japan. I'm just not
1: mm.
0: I don't know I'd have to I don't know I'd have to go back and look and see what the actual rides look like if people put up video of the actual rides
1: well Mario Kart's a VR you put a headset on and you sit you send in a cart and I think you put a headset on and you're in VR just
0: why not do it like fucking Disney World's got the Speedway
1: but how can you simulate throwing shells at somebody Again, a power-up and shit like that I
0: mean I don't know like that why go to fucking why pay to get into fucking Nintendo Land and then play a video game
1: mm. I want to go to the fucking one year I want to go to because I've I haven't been to Disney World in, since the early 2000s and now that they got all the Star Wars stuff
0: you yeah, know I want to go to Alex's Edge and, I just I, 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 wanna, I want them to bring the price of the star wars hotel down oh, like let it actually become a normal hotel that's granted not gonna, i understand why it's expensive you've got like everybody's in character that works at the hotel i get it it's you you're paying some money but
1: it really it literally simulates you living on a giant fucking spaceship
0: yeah that's why like that's why i want to but again it's only for like two days like no i'm, I'm going to disney World. i'm going for a week
1: then we gotta go see what they changed Tower of Terror to.
0: No, that's. Did they change it in Florida yet? I know they changed the one in California to. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Because
0: um, that's where Avengers Academy is in California.
1: See, when I went to California, I only, only did Universal Studios, mm. I, didn't, I didn't do Disney
0: I mean, Disneyland. Disney, <clears throat> Disney is fun if you just go and know you're gonna be. Just don't let sitting in lines, you know, annoy you. You It is a trick. It's just yeah. We were just. We we all need to go as a group. The ultimate. And stick my ass in a wheelchair.
1: That too. That's a very good trick. Have somebody in a wheelchair with you that can that can barely walk. You go into the single rider line.
0: Well, yeah, if you want to jump ahead of everybody and not and worry about sitting with people.
1: That's how I did it in, in fucking Harry Potter. Those those lines were fucking that's outrageous. Right, that's, that's how
0: I got on the Duel and Dragon. So, that's how I got on the Duel and Dragon so quick and then lost her because mm. I got in and out really quick.
1: Yeah, I, the wait for the, um, the castle ride was like... Two hours, three hours, or something like that, in line, because it was so. It was a brand new ride. Mm-hmm. I literally jumped in a single rider line. I was in line for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Dueling, same with Dueling Dragon. Dueling Dragons. I went straight to the fucking front of the line and just jumped on. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop. So yeah. Now, I, I did at Universal Studios, too.
0: You know, when I went to Disney with my parents a long time ago, we uh, stuck me, it was me and my dad, I think, we were in assisted uh, and right to the front.
1: Yeah. I don't even know what they're doing this year for Halloween Horror Nights.
0: I don't know, it's open. I've been seeing like Cardona put up stuff. Yeah,
1: because they start at the end of September. Cruz put up stuff. I don't know what houses they have. Oh, speaking of which, the monsters came out.
0: Yeah, no, I have not
1: It's been getting either people love it.
0: Uh, people love it or the people hate it.
1: All people are just shitting all over it. <laughs> saying I don't know. I
0: think I think it's gonna be like the old sitcom. Just like Wednesday is going to be, like, the old...
1: Didn't that come out today, too? Or yesterday?
0: Or oh, sometime, maybe this week?
1: No, because that's supposed to come out on the same day.
0: Oh, then maybe it is. That's
1: I, that's why, when they announced it, Monsters were going to Netflix, that it was going to come out the same day as Wednesday, because back then, Monsters and Adam's Family was back-to-back on television.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I got to go look and see. I look at both of them. Um but yeah the only uh, so I guess we can talk about um,
1: speaking of Disney
0: talking about you know Disney at this point um, She-Hulk which we both watch what
1: they're gonna make fucking Now You See Me 3 is
0: that magic Dude,
1: they f- the fucking stupid magic movies yep Justin Eisenberg and fucking Woody Harrelson is gonna come back and reprise their roles and the guy who directed them will come back to direct.
0: Jesus Christ. They need some safe bets, and I don't know that that's a safe bet, but...
1: That is... Because part two fucking tanked. Yeah. Because they realize, it's like, wait a minute, this fucking movie sucks. Uh, this is impossible. Like, they're doing magic tricks that...
0: are actual magic.
1: Or actually break the laws of fucking physics. It's like...
0: Uh, but yeah so we both watched
1: it's also New Orleans doesn't have fucking back alleys that you can
0: oh yeah yeah. yeah the yeah. chase scene I didn't even I haven't even watched either one of those um Witcher I Maniki y'all should be coming out too soon interview with a vampire need to watch it to see what I missed out on
1: yeah speaking of Game of Thrones great Grey Worm is uh not less staff but uh Brad Pitt's character. Um,
0: but yeah, so we both watch She-Hulk. We both like She-Hulk. Yes. Uh, we're not like the rest of the internet who hate it for no reason that they can actually give. Um, they probably never even seen an episode. Yeah. A lot of, oh, they treats men horribly. Well, men are pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> men, men men, are pretty fucking horrible. In Shallow, David Otunga plays a meathead that We've all known meatheads like that who just talk about themselves and had an affair on Jennifer Hudson. And yeah, the no, like, <laughs> they he's like, oh, they're just shitting on men. David Otonga cheated on Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. You have a fucking. An Oscar winning. Beautiful mm-hmm. wife. You're a lawyer. You're a Harvard educated lawyer, professional who wrestler. You cheat on Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. And you're playing a a sleeve bag on a fucking She-Hulk. Yeah. Guess what? That's not hating on men to hate on men. That's like David Otunga playing himself. Yeah, because when they were doing that montage, I was looking at it, I was like, is that
1: fucking David?
0: Which I don't even know that he's been ever, has he ever been released?
1: I don't know if he still officially works as like the law.
0: he He may still be a lawyer. Yeah because I don't ever remember hearing of an official release of David Otunga from the WWE. Because the past couple episodes, like,
1: sure, they've been, most of them have been filler episodes that's just standalone. Some of them were just but it's, standalone but episodes. It's a,
0: but it's a sitcom. So all sitcom yeah, episodes are filler. And it's very well written.
1: Like, I didn't like the first episode. I thought... Like that first episode shouldn't have been the first episode. The second episode should have been the first. And then you do the flashback stuff. And it could yeah, been, you could have did that. You could have combined those two episodes to make it one long episode to introduce all the characters and stuff like that. Um, but each episode has gotten better and better. The writing, the jokes. It's actually funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are great in it. Even the new characters that they bring in. They introducing you to Marvel characters that you've never fucking heard of.
0: That are actual Marvel characters. Yeah.
1: They introduced mutants.
0: Yeah, there was a mutant on yesterday's episode. No, today's episode, since this is Thursday. It came out today.
1: And last week. Mr. Mister. Yeah,
0: Mr. Immortal's a mutant.
1: A mutant. I didn't see the Easter egg videos on this week's episode, but I'm sure some of those people at their retreat are probably mutants
0: uh what's his face is the i don't know what they, i'm not a matador oh okay he's a mutant that's why he's got bioelectric powers that's his actual powers okay but yeah he's a mutant um porcupine was a ant-man villain um he was a vampire he was, in the comics, he's an actual vampire that showed up in Blade in the late 90s. I can see that. Um, Man Bull is... Who was he a villain of? He's from, like, the 60s or 70s. He was... one of the, I want to say they made a point to say in the, the thing, like, he was created by Stan Lee.
1: He, um, he just sounds, like, even when he briefly talked about his origin...
0: That's exactly what it was, too. He was...
1: It, it sounds exactly like, yeah, that's a fucking old, campy 1960s. He was
0: experimented on with, like, bull hormones and stuff, and it gave him, like, super strength and durability, but it also made him look like a bull man. Literally, that's a Spider-Man villain. I'm, yeah, I don't know who... He's an old He's an old villain from, like, back... Because Stanley created him. Um... Then you got Wrecker, who's, you know. Yeah, recent. Well, I mean, he's a, 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 the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, everybody in that therapy section is a. I mean, the other four are probably like C D level, yeah. <laughs> like not even like you like. I didn't recognize them on first. Like, the names didn't you know?
1: Well, it's like James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Or Peacemaker, like taking DC characters.
0: Well, what's his face? Vigilante from Peacemaker was in Arrow as a main villain at one point. But he was written as like the DA with like...
1: But he took like the Polka Dot Man and... Yeah,
0: Polka Dot Man, no...
1: The Rat King. Rat King, Rat Catcher 2. Rat Catcher, that's it, I'm sorry, Rat Catcher. And then his big main villain was... Fucking um, giant starfish from space,
0: which was the first villain in a Justice League comic book.
1: Yeah, it was in Justice League number one. Yep, um, Starro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, like the, the, that's good. Like, because again, this is a sitcom. Like all, like none of none of the episodes are really important until it brings up that back end connecting story. Tim Roth is great.
1: Yes. I, he's doing know, a great job. I,
0: I hope Tim Roth is actually, we're going to, because he does turn into the abomination at some point. He's We see that in the trailers. I hope he doesn't turn into a villain. But, like, because I could see, like you said, when we were talking earlier about spin, like that retreat could be an entire spinoff. Yes. Of just like, who's at the, the combine, going through therapy this week or whatever.
1: Yeah. And then finally you get the main plot is getting pushed because you only got two episodes. According to IMDb, it's only yeah, nine episodes. Yeah, it's only episodes. nine episodes.
0: But again, it's one of these where you can do like, all right, so the how did sitcoms and old TV shows end? On cliffhangers.
1: Because so I can see... Do
0: that with this and then we have a season two and the story keeps going.
1: I can see... Um, a lot of people's complaints of like where's this show going because it's a lot of standalone filler episodes
0: like where's the
1: overall season plot
0: but I think that's what people miss like again this is a sitcom sitcoms didn't have overall plots
1: it's also if you maybe if you read She-Hulk that's probably how the comic book was yeah
0: it's this is very like again people complaining about like the sexualization that I like that's this is tame compared to what She-Hulk did in the comics yeah Like Jennifer Walters went fucking crazy when she turned into She-Hulk because she knew she could get away with everything.
1: It's also um like you don't remember a lot of major storylines that
0: No. Like she was like the the biggest the biggest thing she ever did was she was a member of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I remember that. Like there was not like she's a background ancillary character. Um but it's a good way to have another Hulk since you've got to jump through hoops to do Hulk by himself.
1: And it's such a great thing is, uh, about the show is like it's so well written for all the side characters and all the weird characters they introduce. Um, like the people that work at the law firm with her. All oh yeah, the, like her, uh,
0: the, her paralegal... Pug,
1: yeah, Pug. Pug's great. Sneakerhead, um.
0: and he played Vigilante on Arrow. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he played him as a, a like a fucking Stone Cold killing v- villain on Arrow. Literally shot himself in front of Oliver Queen and his son. They were on a boat, and he's like, "If I die, because he was trying to get Oliver to kill him." Because if when you kill me, these bombs are gonna go off. So everybody else is trying to defuse the bombs, and he's like, Oliver wouldn't kill him, so he's like, okay, and he pulls out a big ass revolver and just goes, "Pow!" like right in front of Oliver and his kid. Mm. That's how the fucking season ended. They um,
1: and so now the great thing about the show is like it's so different from every other Marvel, um show that was on that's on Disney.
0: Yeah, like at least they're all different. Yeah. Like you they they're not all the, they're not all the same like WandaVision started out with her uh you know the 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 weird sitcom stuff but it went turned into an MCU show. Yes. This is an MCU show that shows you what normal people are like.
1: It's like the DC show where I think it got canceled.
0: Yes, the one that was uh,
1: the insurance company. No,
0: it wasn't the. Was it the insurance company or was it?
1: It was. It was a part of Wayne's yeah, Enterprises. Yeah, the way. dude was
0: a co- like the. Uh, what's his face? Alan Turtlet played a cousin of Bruce Wayne's. Yes. So they were like some division of Wayne Enterprises.
1: I thought they do like insurance. They
0: might have done it. I know that people they were making like gadgets and stuff, but it was like safety gadgets. Yeah. Because so, you got to
1: think, that the amount of insurance you have to pay to live in Gotham or to live in um, Metropolis, because at any moment, some fucking superhero or supervillain can come crashing through your fucking wall and destroy the building you're living in or the house you live in.
0: Yeah. Well, especially if that show was supposed to take place in Snyder's universe where... yeah. Superman just didn't really care about blowing through buildings.
1: Yeah, that was CW show, I want to say. No, was it was
0: on. Uh, ABC. Was it on? Oh, no. No, no, that wouldn't no, be no, because no, 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 that's no. Disney. It had to be on like CBS, or NBC. It was on broadcast.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> She jumped up on the sofa, so I text messaged her. Oh, uh, the chicken can't be on the sofa.
0: No, because she'll shit on the sofa. Oh, uh, okay. I don't have. Yeah, the pads aren't on the sofa. Um.
1: So yeah, that's a. I don't know why it gets so much hate. Like you go on IMDb and the ratings on IMDb is like in the fours or fives.
0: I mean, it's because it's because again, like I said, you got a vocal minority on the internet that just hates everything.
1: They're just gonna review bomb it. Yeah, that's
0: all. Um, the uh, and again, it's all leading like this show could be like setting up so many other characters because you don't know what who's behind Intelligentsia, actually. Because I mean, that's an actual thing from the comics it's just instead of it being like an online forum it was Oh it's, an actual group of supervillains.
1: it's the i'm guessing it's the leader
0: yeah it could be um when in black panther uh, claw was listed as a former member of intelligentsia mm. so i mean it's i think it's more than just the website uh So I mean it can connect again like these shows can connect to everything and I like this one makes sense to have just random ass cameos of any of them because it's a very street level like if it happened if it took place in New York it would be even better but it happened it's in LA because the MCU has decided you know unlike the comics where everything happens in New York this is gets to happen everywhere. Um have you watched Andor?
1: No, not yet.
0: That show is really good. Yeah, I know. It is it's, really good. I don't know good. why
1: I haven't watched it started yet. Really good. I got so much on my back catalog that I gotta watch.
0: Yeah, that show is really like it was I'm glad they put those first three episodes out. Cause it is like a full movie. Like it mm. doesn't have like a like an end. But it's like, all right, you get this character that really had no depth in Rogue One. You know, oh, he's a rebel. He's you know, they send him out to do the shit that is kind of shady. Now you see, like, no, he's like, he's got like this full fucking backstory. You know, he got wronged. Not during the Empire didn't wrong him. The fucking Republic wronged him. You know, the Republic fucking is responsible for him being orphaned. And
1: so, how how many years does takes place before Rogue One? Like four, because I want to say
0: this is five BBY. This is all this is all taking place around the same time as Rebels.
1: He's the one who gets the information, and then he was trying to get it back to the rebels, but he got caught. Oh, he went to the general Forrest Whitaker's character first. Wasn't that it? No. He's not the pilot. No, who got who got the information first It was supposed to give it to the rebels? What information? Death Star plans.
0: He and him and Jen are the ones that went on the planet and got the plans. Oh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fucking. I'm thinking of something else then.
0: No, uh, like the, 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 the Easter egg one for him for this episode points out that he is very much like the character from... There's a video game from back in the day that you played uh, as the guy who supposedly stole the Death Star plans. And yeah. a lot of people are like, he uses almost the exact same gun that you use in the game. The characters are a lot alike, so... They they kind of the theory is like this is just a rewritten version of that character, hmm. but I mean this is he's um uh, they're doing a uh, they're setting up a, a money heist right now to like destabilize a sector like they're gonna steal like an entire sector's worth of uh, payroll. So they can throw like the entire sector into chaos because none of the fucking Imperials are going to get paid. Which is pretty smart, actually. Like when, you know, because again, credits have to be... Like in this universe, it's so... Uh, so, you know... Technologically advanced, they still have to carry physical money from one place to another... Not, it's not digital. Speaking of Dahmer. <laughs> uh, it sucks. I'm not, not going to be able to go and have a table this year. Well, at this one. Stupid leg.
1: Yeah, Showcase Con. Uh, twenty three more days. Yes, twenty sixth and twenty seventh.
0: I think Paul will be there. I'll be there. I probably won't. Um, yeah, cause I mean, I would, look before this, I was gonna bring in John. I was gonna do all that. We were gonna have merch to sell at the table. But yeah, this has put it into those plans for this year. I guess maybe summer next year.
1: Yeah. If I don't know. Fucking, I seriously doubt he's going to do the anime one in January like he planned. Considering he got fucked over by the uh, contractors. He had a contractor come out to redo his oh, whole yeah, kitchen. Oh, yeah, to do the
0: house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much fucking stole his money and left. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably be back with a table for the summer one.
1: Yeah, it's... Um, we got... Matt is coming. Brian Myers is going to be there. You got um, fucking Eddie Munster from the Munster's family. Uh, fucking can't think of his first name. Butch Patrick. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing the uh, Munster coach with him. So you get to take a picture with the actual coach, the car that was used in the, in the TV show. You can ask him how horrible the monsters rob zombie movie is.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this is like kind of like a prequel, so he wouldn't like his character wouldn't be in it.
1: No, but I don't know if he'd like has it a a guest appearance, oh, like yeah. a like a Easter egg, because Elvira's in it as some character. Well, the actress who plays yeah. Uh,
0: Elvira is not in it. Elvira is not in it, but the woman who plays Elvira is in it. Cassandra. Cassandra something. Yeah,
1: she's in it. And um, God, I'm gonna fucking probably sit down and watch that stupid ass movie.
0: I'm gonna watch it. I think it looks fun. I I don't care. It looks like it's gonna be
1: Jeremy horrible. Perfectly summed up every fucking zombie, Rob Zombie film. I'm going to go take a break because this this is, it's got to be almost, holy shit, it's only been an hour. I still have another hour of fucking, of this movie left. That's every single Rob Zombie film. It literally just drains.
0: House of a Thousand Corpses was fine until it wasn't. Half of that movie's fine. <laughs> Devil's Rejects, very good.
1: The whole fucking movie. Could have... Edited out the end part. Like, could have shortened it a little bit. Didn't need to be that long. Very good. Probably his best movie
0: he made. No, um, no, no. The best thing he has ever done, other than is a that commercial. commercial,
1: other <laughs> than a commercial, other than his Dragula videos and stuff like that, or the White Zombie videos. Oh, speaking of which, Beast of Butthead is still going on. Is it? Yeah, there's like two more episodes. Fucking hilarious. They watched the WAP. Oh, God. Video. I kid you. <laughs> like, after this, I'm going to. We got to find it. You're going to. You have to watch it. Of just like, it's older Beavis and Butthead. It's fat Butthead and skinny. Oh, God. <laughs> Messed out looking Beavis. Because they've done a couple episodes where it's like them as adults. Mm-hmm. And um, they watched that video and it's fucking hilarious like literally the beginning of the season didn't start off too good but jesus christ it's gotten funnier each episode i don't know how much more they got left unfortunately my paramount plus subscription ran now because i just did that free month mm-hmm. first month and then i canceled it right afterwards just to watch the show i didn't think it was going to be nine episodes ten episodes so far
0: yeah, so let me. I'm just gonna see if I can pull it up on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. That's how I watched it. And then uh, <clears throat> I can we can just pull it up once it's on the TV once we're done. But yeah, the the Android's was really good. Um, the fourth episode uh, is when they set up that. the Sarsgard recruited him to do a money heist but then you get to see sars like everybody thought he was gonna be like a senator or something but he's not he's like a antiques dealer which is kind of cool because like he's in this like you see all this shit that's in the background and you're like what the like he's got like a suit of armor that looks like old old fucking sith armor he's got fucking mandalorian armor in the fucking shop Hmm. he's got like all this crazy shit in there and you're just like I wanna see like I wanna see more of his, like him, like how he got all this shit. But like in the first episodes he's got like in the 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 trailers you saw him with that like wavy hair and shit. Yeah. It's a wig. Like they show him like when he's going back to Coruscant after he dropped off Andor, he like gets dressed and he puts his wig on, and his rings and stuff, and he gets in the character like you would see a fucking actor getting in the character from like this serious fucking rebel leader to like the kind of smarmy like, uh the retail re- like person like, it's the prestige. Yeah, like you know he's like getting in the character to be yeah. like the salesman.
1: Christian Bale, he lives his he lives his.
0: Yeah, the, like the whole the 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 Chinese guy that did the the water bowl trick. Like mm-hmm. he always was in, in gimmick. Yeah, and
1: he played his twin brother like the two, twin brothers.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because that was that was how that trick worked. Yeah, because they, they used the machine once. Yeah, Bale used the machine once to make the brother, and that's how they did the trick. After that, yeah. Hugh Jackman just kept doing kept it. using the machine because they kept killing killing yeah. clones. Yeah, he, he but he didn't know whether or not yeah. he was the clone or the original. The original.
1: Speaking of Hugh Jackman, segues.
0: Yeah, this is kind of probably the biggest news and we'll end with this. Yeah.
1: Out of nowhere yesterday, or two days
0: ago, was it? There was an announcement yesterday and then there was an announcement the day before. It was announced the day before and then he put out another video yesterday.
1: So Ryan Reynolds posted a video out of nowhere. On Twitter. On Twitter, talking about Deadpool 3, how uh, they were sorry they didn't make D23. They really wanted to be there, but they were a little busy. And then he was like, "I just want to give you an update on."
0: He's like, "He's working on it, and you know, it's it's Deadpool's first int- introduction into the MCU needs to be perfect and
1: has to be special. It's the only you only get one crack of a first impression and blah blah blah." And then he basically goes like, "I got nothing. There's nothing up here. I don't know." What oh yeah, I may,
0: I may, I have one thing, <laughs> and then fucking, you don't even know if it's really Hugh Jackman. You yeah. walking by, and he's like, "Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine again?" Yeah, sure, why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, Ryan. As he's going up the stairs, the house looks like the fucking risky business house. If you just put a couch where he slid across, yeah. It. If you just put a cro- uh, couch parallel with the stairs, um. So yeah, Deadpool three official date September sixth to twenty twenty four. Hugh Jackman coming back to play Wolverine.
0: Because the next day we got a video of both of them on the sofa, actually showing that it is Hugh Jackman. Because he was in the background, you couldn't really see it. Yeah, you, the voice was recognizable, but you couldn't really tell if it was him. This was both of them sitting on a sofa talking about, "All right, you don't have to worry about this. Like screwing with Logan. That's what. It, that's its own thing. Yada yada yada." And then this is them talking about everything you would see, but. Wham starts playing over what they're talking about, and I think somebody put up an article like some lip reader was able to like make out some of what they were saying because you could kind of hear what they were saying. They didn't mute them completely, yeah, but the wham was truly like overpowering what they were saying. Yes, but uh, you I mean that show should that movie should be absolutely batshit insane.
1: Uh, it's official that
0: Wong is going to be in the movie. In what movie? Deadpool. Of course, Wong's going to be in everything.
1: I mean, if you want to do the multiverse stuff, you can have the Social Supreme in that because how is it going to have Wolverine and Deadpool come into that universe?
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, America could be in it to open the portal.
1: Yeah. Or are you going to bring in Domino... Or oh, are you going to bring in... Um,
0: yeah, what other characters cable? from those movies are going to get brought over? Juggernaut. There's got to be a way they're going to do it. Like We haven't said mutant, but they've got to be there already. And who knows? This could still be in the continuity that we've seen the first two in, and you'll finally just get to see some of the X-Men and him interact with them. Because, I mean... The the McAvoy mutants were in Deadpool 2. He made reference to both of them in the first one. So, I mean, they can do anything and it'll still be funny. Yeah. They, um... I got complete faith in Ryan Reynolds. But, I mean, this is kind of like how they did the first Deadpool. You just saw that fucking footage that ended up being the opening. Yeah. Oh, we don't know how that got out. Yeah.
1: He, um, like I really liked one, Deadpool one. Deadpool was kind of iffy because of the kid. Like the kid was just aggravating.
0: I think that was just a a horrible way to bring Cable in that he was there to kill a kid. Like, it's it's not about, because I mean, that's what it was. That's the only
1: reason the kid was there. Well, yeah, but the way they written the kid. Oh, yeah. Wasn't, and I, I think they didn't bring back the original writers for the first. No,
0: they the, the, the there was different, different people from the first and the second one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, parts of that was still funny, like Deadpool going, "Luck is not a superpower." To Domino, and she just yeah. everything keeps happening. Then you learn what a prison wall it is. <laughs> I mean, I, I I it's one to look forward to.
1: One of the best cameos, surprise cameos.
0: Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt. the invisible
1: person. Yeah. Completely killed off fucking Gideon like a chump.
0: Yeah. A lot of those characters were like big cat like it was he basically killed off this bird. They basically killed off a lot of like cause Shatterstar was in it. Yeah, Shatterstar. that's what I meant. Yeah, and I get star was in it and they just killed him off quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Tim wasn't too happy about that.
0: And he was. That was the dude who played, uh, he had been into something else too.
1: Because growing up, Tim was a big fan of like when uh, New Mutants, like towards the end of the run, how they started to go more mature and they bring in Deadpool and Gideon and um, Cable and they introduced all that and then it slowly spun off into X-Force. Mm-hmm. Like he was a huge fan of that. He hates what Deadpool is now. <laughs> Especially in the comics.
0: It's what it's what made it's what yeah. made that character cuz he was nothing before that.
1: Yeah. It made a shit ton of money for the fucking Marvel. I can yeah. tell you that.
0: Like that was one of their big gets. That was one of their big money drivers before they were bought by Disney.
1: Yeah. Cuz <clears throat> they did nothing with fucking Deadpool. He, no. was, he was a assassin guy who didn't talk. Yeah, and then somebody gave him a gave him a mouth, and then the rest is history.
0: Right. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to Secret Invasion as yeah. well, because uh, uh, that's just going to have a lot of different people in it.
1: Also, uh, Black Panther is going to be the second longest MCU movie, so. Strap in for that one.
0: I mean, that's going to be a hard movie to follow up. Yeah, I think it has. It's either going to be really good or it's going to be Dark Knight Rises kind of. Nolan didn't want to do one after Dark Knight.
1: Oh, Dark Knight Returns. I
0: I thought the third one was called Dark Knight Rises
1: no the Dark Knight Returns
0: oh whatever he didn't want to do the one with Bane wait
1: a minute am I fuck
0: I think you're I just Batman Begins Dark Knight and then Dark Knight Rises what Dark Knight is it Dark Knight Returns I don't know no Dark Knight
1: Returns is the name of the book that's what I'm probably thinking of
0: yeah so I think it's Dark Knight Rises either way you run into that Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You run into that kind of conundrum.
1: Dark Knight Returns is the comic book
0: in animated. Film. Yeah. So that's the, that's the conundrum you run into. You have this great first Black Panther movie. You have a... You now have to get rid of your main character <laughs> who kind of made that first movie. I'm sorry. Like, Chadwick Boseman is the reason that movie is so good.
1: Maybe it's a big part of why Civil War was so good. Yeah, like his introduction uh, um, to the universe, and then
0: him dealing with Zemo, like that whole yeah, Zemo, Zemo at the end, like everything about like that's what that's what made that Black Panther movie. The only other good character to me that came out of Black Panther was Okoye. Like, I'm kind of want to see, like, she's supposed to be getting her... The Dora Milaje I supposed to be getting their own kind of show that I think that's called a Koya, so it's going to, like, follow her. Like, I'm kind of, like, jazzed for that one, too, because, like, she's a good character. But I just... This... With everything they're changing with Namor and stuff, I'm, like... I'm very... I'm not going to go in there thinking it's going to be as good as the first one.
1: No, nah, it's always... You can't go into a sequel with high expectations.
0: I mean, and I'm pretty open with... Because like, I, I honestly liked Age of Ultron. It's got its issues, but I honestly liked Age of Ultron. But... It's called the worst one. Well, the worst Avengers movie. Of the four.
1: Yeah, it's pretty hard to fucking... Cause you could probably go Infinity War, Endgame, the, the first, first one, Avengers, and then, and then yeah. Age of Ultron.
0: Even though I think Infinite Endgame was kind of wrapped up, the beginning, like I don't know, I have issues with some of the setup in game.
1: the The whole like how we want to get out of this time travel, okay, that solves everything, but.
0: Well, and just the fact that they can't, like the directors and the writers couldn't de- agree on what was going on with the time travel. Yes. Like, because to me, it still works like uh, Back to the Future because you'd never know the difference if something changed. You and the, like, unless you went and did it, yourself, unless you went back yourself, you would know and came back, you wouldn't know. Nobody else would know it changed. Yeah. And again the way it's written it does set up like Red Guardian said he fought Captain America Captain America was frozen are you telling me li- I'm lying no because there was a second Captain America running around you could have possibly fought Captain America
1: <laughs> yeah that's another thing like the Thunderbolts lineup that they
0: introduced um, yeah that's such a weird lineup Zemo is not in it Zemo's not in it you've got no heavy other than Red Guardian
1: yeah uh, Anthony Mackey did an interview today saying that he hasn't been asked to be in Thunderbolts, but if they did, he'll be down for it.
0: I mean, what else? I mean, just go do all of it. Just, just fucking be Black Captain America and everything. Piss people off. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that's it for this week. We are about 220. It's a good listen for y'all. Um, I do want to say we haven't watched Quantum Leap. I'm going to watch it. I've heard good things. I'm going to watch it to see what it's like, especially now that I know it's a sequel and not a remake.
1: So Blonde came out, the Marilyn Monroe movie for Netflix. That's been getting a ton of buzz. Mm-hmm. Two hours and 50 minutes.
0: I just don't see how life's that interesting.
1: Yeah. Can we just play the Elton John song and call it a day? Candle in the Wind, the original, Candle the, the original
0: wind? version of Candle in the Wind. Yeah, um, yeah, so that's it for this week's episode. Uh, we will see you next week. Maybe I'll get off my ass and actually do some reviews and things and put them up on YouTube and thing and stuff and actually try and make money while I'm mm. stuck in this house. Um, so yeah, that's it. I'm Wayne, that was Paul, and we're out.